before. I mean, I'm really into, you know, a lot of courses and into, you know, um, business and online entrepreneur groups now, but I had no idea what I was doing. It was just did whatever felt natural. But I launched the website in March last year, so 2016. I launched the website. I've been telling people about it for months. It was like, Elise, really, is this ever going to happen? And it did. (laughs) (laughs) After a million always takes longer than you think. Hello and welcome to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. We are an online community of Christian women in business and we are aligning our businesses with God. I'm your host, Sarah J. Meeson, and I wanted to create a platform where women can come to be inspired, to learn from women who have been there and done that, and know what it's really like to run a business as a Christian and what it means to them. I would love for you to join us as we get into the meat of the word, share the love of God, and grow our businesses like never before. For more information about becoming a member, visit our website, www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au. Looking forward to sharing these podcasts with you and helping you to grow as a leader and a business owner like never before. Hello and welcome to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. I am so excited to have you here and today we have a guest that we met quite a few months ago on the famous Instagram and this lady has absolutely blown my mind with how God has worked throughout her business and kind of put a little bit of a curveball into the situation. So today on the show we have Elise Hodge. Elise is Elise is an Instagram strategic and the founder of a global women's movement called She Is Light. So um, Elise has built She Is Light um, as a network from scratch through Instagram and within a matter of months um, she launched a blog to an already engaged audience of 9,000 women who were ready to read her content and just waiting to pounce on her and all her info so welcome to the show Elise. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) This is just your walk with your business and what God has taken you from and to and kind of where you are now to me is an absolute amazingness like (laughs) so you set off on one road and God's gone like actually no (laughs) this is what's going to happen instead so I will let you tell your story but um, every time I think about it it blows my mind so I'll leave it to you. (laughs) All right so Let me start by just saying a little bit of an overview um, for those of you who may not have heard of me or She Is Light before. So um, She Is Light is a movement that I run. So it's a movement that places value on women, uh, particularly young women, to pursue lives that are filled with purpose, to pursue their God-given purpose and calling. And this sort of in my heart, um, you know, the whole vision, I guess, is that when women know their worth. So when we place value on women um, and encourage them to pursue their purpose and they know their worth, then they can be a light to other women in this world as well. So that really is the heartbeat of She Is Light. Um, And I'll get into how that all came about, where it all started. It's a little bit of a um, strange journey in a way. Um, Strange is good. Yeah, (laughs) strange is good. Um, You know, it was a bit unexpected the way that things happened. But basically, I 
always wanted to uh, launch a blog or something online. I knew, I mean, when I was in university, which is quite a few years ago now, I mean, I studied journalism and business. And I remember being in, taking it way back here, I remember being in one of my classes and a tutor saying, um, would anyone want to, in one of my journalism classes, would anyone want to um, start a blog one day? And I remember one girl putting her hand up and she now has a really successful magazine, so intimidating much. Um, <laughs> and, I, and she knew exactly what she wanted to do, which is wonderful. And I was just like, yes, I do. And then he's like, why do you want to do that? I don't know. I don't know what it'll look like, but I knew that I wanted to do something online. So I guess that sort of started then. And then over those years through university, I did my studies, but I was always writing um, writing blog posts. Oh, I guess they were blog posts, more like probably journal entries or, you know, encouraging articles and words for young women that I guess drew on my experiences a lot as well. So I always knew I wanted to do something, was creating content, didn't know what it was for. And then at the beginning of 2015, um, I remember hearing someone share the message version of Matthew 5 verse 14 to 16. So I'd heard that um, passage before, but hearing it in the message version, I think it was at a um, Youth Alive conference. I was a youth leader there and the theme followed this passage. So I'll just let you know what that is. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Some of you may not have heard it before. It's really cool. So um, basically just says, here's another way to put it. You're here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. And I love that part there. Um, God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I've put you there on a hilltop on a light stand, shine. Keep open house, be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. And I remember hearing that first night of that conference that I was there as a youth leader and just being like, oh my goodness, light. Um, we're called to be, well, we're here to be light, bringing out the God colors. And I just, um, I'm a really visual, creative person. So the God colors, I was like, oh, I love that. Um, just, it seems like a really beautiful illustration of, you know, why we're here. And I'd been, I mean, for months I'd been wanting to do a blog, as I mentioned, and I, you know how you, you brainstorm and you, um, you know, you open up your Google docu document or pull out your notepad and you write down names, you know, maybe I could call it this or maybe yeah. I could call it that, and it just doesn't, you know, nothing really works. Um, <laughs> you're like, oh, I think I've got a great idea, but I don't know what to call it. Yeah. So when I heard, yeah, when I heard that passage, I just knew instantly, and I don't know what it was, it was God, I guess, um, going, you know, she is light because we're here as women to be light, um, bringing out those God colors in the world and, you know, connecting and influencing other women um, for good and to point them toward God ultimately. So that is sort of where that concept and the heart of it came from and it did evolve over time. Um, but at that point when I felt God dropped that vision into my heart, I had more direction um, and I began to write more. I set up a uh, Squarespace account, played around with different themes as you do. <laughs> um, all jazz, changed it a million times. Different um, colours again. Yeah, different colours. <laughs> you know different themes everything um wrote some messaging and wrote the vision behind the blog um so I did that for uh, maybe around six 
six months or so. It was on the quiet. It was just my little secret that no one except um, Brad, who's my husband now, knew at the time. So <laughs> no one knew because what if I failed? You know, I don't want yeah. to tell everyone that. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. But seriously, no one knew. But I then... Um, you know, I've been uh, sort of building it up, creating, um, you know, I created that account because I'm really visual. So I know um, lots of other people like this as well. You create something, you just want to play around um, and it develops from there. But I loved Instagram personally and this is where Instagram comes into it because I am an Instagram um, strategist as uh, Sarah mentioned. So I um, you know, I knew that I spent a lot, well, I did spend a lot of time on Instagram. Um, the potential target audience for She Is Light, um, which is young women and predominantly people around my age, a little bit older, perhaps a little bit younger. Um, I knew that they spent a lot of time on Instagram because they were my target audience. Um, and so I just went for it and started up an account called She Is Light. Um, which you can find now at She Is Light and <laughs> it has come a long way since then but I just started and I actually I know that right now there are a lot of accounts that are perhaps similar or have a little, little bit of a different you know twist there are unique twists but there really wasn't anything much at that time at the end of 2015 that I knew of anyway or that I was aware of to base off so I just started an account and it was going to be encouragement um, words of encouragement I shared messages that I had drafted and thought up and and written down um, and really it was just to start encouraging women and to start somewhere so I had not started or launched my website my website was not live but I started the Instagram account yeah um, and I guess the way that I did that was I, I was really strategic in that approach so but for some reason it all just came it just came naturally to me because I love Instagram was quite obsessed with it um, but I learned a lot over a time because I guess the driving factor for me at the time was I want to connect with other women and I was so excited to find you know other girls either in Australia or even in America who were perhaps maybe doing similar things or had a similar heart or who ran, you know, their own small businesses or non-for-profits or people who I could talk to who were also excited about starting something that they felt that God had put on their heart. So that was really exciting to encourage women and to connect with other women. Um, but basically I built it quite strategically through Instagram and then within a few months, so I, you know, I had a landing page um, that I developed after I created the Instagram account and directed people from the Instagram account, told them, join the movement, join the tribe, um, click this link, put, put your email address in and we'll let you know when we launch. So I created a lot of um, hype around that. Yeah. Um, yeah, which was really um, key to having a successful website launch and I didn't know what I was doing um, <laughs> I had not done I hadn't done a course before I mean I'm really into you know a lot of courses and into you know um, business and online entrepreneur groups now but I had no idea what I was doing it was just did whatever felt natural but I launched the website in March last year so 2016 I launched the website I've been telling people about it for months it was like Elise really is this ever going to happen and it did <laughs> After a always weeks, takes uh, longer than you think <laughs> always does yeah so um launched the website it was really just a blog um I had perhaps about uh, maybe about six four to six um articles on there um and I launched it and 
few thousand women that those two days or probably the first few days um, that it launched headed there um, and checked it out, which is really exciting. So that was basically all happening with the blog. And meanwhile, <laughs> Instagram just as I was using it strategically, I just kept growing and growing the account and connecting with more women. So um, as you mentioned earlier, I, you know, I, obviously I'd grown that to 9,000 before I launched the blog and then within the first year of having that Instagram account, um, I was able to reach around 17,000 um, followers in less about a year. So I, I found that over that year of, you know, building up um, She Is Light and connecting with other women, um, a lot of, you know, I would reach out to people or they would reach out to me. I ended up having a lot of people ask me about Instagram so they could see, you know, where She Is Light was going and how it was growing. Um, and perhaps there were people who had been on the journey since I first launched the account. So they would email me, direct message me, um, Facebook me, anything really, and ask me to share the tips um, and the strategies that I'd used for Instagram um, for She Is Light so that they could apply this to their own business um, you know, their blog or their personal based Instagram account or personal branded account. And I think we were talking about this a few months ago when we first, oh, it was more than a few months ago now. But <laughs> yeah, it's gone so fast. <laughs> yeah, time goes fast. But I just remember I was talking to you about this at that time and saying, oh my gosh, so many people, um, you know, I had a lot of messages and emails and it actually got quite overwhelming. I didn't, I wasn't making any money from Shears Light as of yet. Um, and I'll get, I'll, I'll talk more about that later, but I was actually spending money, you know, on website, not a lot, but spending money on website and email provider. I hadn't made money from it. Didn't really know how to at that stage. Um, and I had all these people, I, I was working full time as well as a media consultant, um, which is a bit of a demanding job anyway. Um, I, and all these people were suddenly messaging me and it was really cool because I could connect with them. But then I found that so many people were messaging me, you know, quite frequently, um, a, quite a few messages a week that I didn't really have the time to respond to people um, um, or give invest um invest in a quality response I guess yeah as I, I would have liked or um yeah I mean it just sort of pulled me in a few different directions so let alone you know having the time to run she is light effectively as the website and develop um it in a, a business manner as well which is something that is quite it's a, it's a different way to think as you would know um from just having a blog or having an Instagram account and you have to switch your thinking so I didn't really have the time but I had all these messages and I love talking to people, love sharing my knowledge and then I realised that so many people are messaging me that, oh my gosh, it's hard to get back to everyone or it's hard to keep up with all of this and people were using my tips and they were doing well and that was cool but I was sort of like, oh, I don't, I don't, this is strange. <laughs> <laughs> Best word for it. And then um, it would have been around oh, maybe June, I can't remember the exact month, so maybe two months after I'd launched the She Is Light website, that I purchased a course. Honestly, don't even know how I came upon this course by Mariah Coz, who is just an amazing, amazing female entrepreneur who's based in America. She's amazing. And I probably stumbled through her course from someone else's email list that I was on. Um, <laughs> and her course is called Launch Your Signature Course, and it's all about how to create 
and launch a course. Um, so it was around this time that I stumbled across her course. Um, I was really drawn to her content and drawn to this new way of thinking that people could launch online courses yeah. um, and have, you know, financial freedom eventually. Obviously, there's a lot of groundwork, but have more financial freedom and make quite a bit of money through it eventually. Um, and I didn't know, I bought this course and it was, I mean, I <laughs> so we obviously are based in Australia and I forgot about the exchange rate. So here oh. I was spending... Oh, I th think it was close to a thousand dollars for the course, but ended up being nearly fourteen hundred dollars. Exchange rate was terrible time. Yeah, because um, I realised after because I mean obviously she's based in the US. That's how it is. Um, and I looked at my um, my my bank account. I was like, nearly oh, fell off your chair. <laughs> a little bit more, so this better be worth it. Um, I had a feeling it would be, but I was like, oh gosh, better make this worth it. Um, so anyway, I didn't know, I didn't have a purpose for buying it. I mean, I didn't have a plan at the time, but I bought this course, went through it and, you know, she talked a lot about creating. I, I mean, I, I, I thought, oh, maybe I would create courses for people who are involved with She Is Light. And that didn't, I didn't really have anything to teach people. Yeah. I didn't have of experience I mean I thought I would love to teach people how to sort of find their purpose or navigate that and I thought I'd love to do that but I can't do that right now I don't have experience myself with really figuring all of that out so maybe I would park that for the future but she talked about you know teaching people something that you've learned over the last six months or the last year and straight away I thought Instagram that's it that is something that I have learned how to use quite effectively and something that people ask me about all the time. Yeah. And so I just committed to it <laughs> and I created, um, I began to <laughs> create um, a course that is called, um, so I said, well, I, first of all, I set up elisehodge.com.au, um, which was separate to She Is Light because I didn't want this to be through She Is Light. I felt like it was something different. Yeah. Yeah. And I began to work on the creation of my signature course, Flourish on Instagram. And this is a course uh, basically that teaches you how to attract your next 1,000 engaged Instagram followers and beyond um, using every single strategy and skill that I had learned um I was going to teach to people that took a long time <laughs> that you know that was a big investment and working full-time and launching that course and getting the website up and running creating an email list doing all of this again and then you know I'd done a lot with she is like but then doing this again and then some because I needed to make it profitable yeah was really exhausting but um took me maybe three months, three or four, four months working on it diligently because I had it for a few months and just sort of checking checking out the course and going through it slowly. But then I decided, yep, going to do this um, between three and four months to diligently um, get it off the ground. Um, and I launched the Flourish Instagram course in December. Um, it was a successful launch. Um, it was really wonderful to have people um, actually pay for expertise that I'd really just been giving out for free um but I've been asked about all the time so to actually monetize a skill that I had and and the skills that I'd learned was really really good feel was a really good feeling and um it was great to know that I could help people um you know with their um you know grow their audience for their blog or grow their audience for their small business um so that was wonderful um, so can I ask a question 
So yeah. when so you've spent uh, roughly well, it'd probably be about two years with your blog and then thinking, oh, actually, I know something about Instagram. I could help people here. So as you were saying, that was all free. Like you'd be giving your info out for free at this stage. And yeah. you made your, your course up until December. So in December, I can imagine that you had a lot going through your mind when you were now converting from giving out free information mm-hmm. to then now I'm going to ask for money. Take us through the journey of that. Like how how yep. are you feeling? What fears came up? And what did you do to get yourself through pressing that launch button, if you like? <laughs> Felt like a few more buttons than one, but yes. <laughs> um, well, I, I mean, a big part of it was building up a specific email list for people who wanted to specifically know about Instagram. So I wasn't just talking to anyone the people I were talking to wanted to know about Instagram um you know as I built my email list up by you know collaborating with other people who did similar um you know taught similar sort of things and doing webinars and whatnot um you know running a free challenge which was huge um to get people in so I did actually have a free element so and with everything that's paid you have to give people free content so they can see what see that it's valuable yeah and that's that can be frustrating (laughs) and that is something like you said you have to get over that fear or that frustration as well like first of all with Instagram it's everyone wants to know about it everyone wants to improve and especially a lot of young people um I, I think young people um in particular but not just young people think well, I'll just do it myself and I'll figure it out myself, right? It's just the attitude that they have, which is fine. So launching something free, first of all, like I have a free five-day Instagram um, course that's on my website. It's available to anyone. But launching that to attract people to then sell Bye. a course yeah. was – I knew it's what I needed to do because it's what the experts were saying, but it was – a bit like oh I've been giving away so much free stuff already to people who specifically ask um what if people just take the free stuff then they don't want to dig deeper um what if they think that they can just figure it all out on their own yeah um so I guess mentally I sort of had to and and, uh, I mean (laughs) a big thing was that a lot of the people who had you know asked me for advice know that like they've never paid me a a cent Um, I mean that's fine that was in those early days um who I gave a lot of advice to and they're doing reasonably well now with things um but you know that that for me was like okay that was then um we're moving forward um attracting new people I'm going to help them in this way people can take the free content and apply it and see that it works and if they want to go deeper it's not for everyone I mean some people think I'll just try and figure it out myself and that can be a long windy road but I'm giving them the option then to go into a course where everything's there I share everything that I know, all the strategies, it's lifetime access. I will update it if there are updates, um, you know, around twice a year or as often as I relaunch it, open and close those doors, um, I will update it. So it's just going, all right, there are people who are going to take a little bit, um, which for me is a lot. (laughs) You give them a lot of free stuff, but they don't, 
and it's showing them as well and, and learning to show them um, that there is a lot more that they don't know, um, but understanding that some pe- for some people um, either they perhaps cannot afford it or they just are confident in their ability, which is fine, um, to figure it all out themselves. Whereas other people, you know, the people who I really love working with are the people who want to dig deeper, who trust you, who uh, you know, really wanting to leap into it and really use Instagram as a key tool in their sort of business suite of tools, I yeah. guess. Um, yeah. yeah, so it's not for everyone. It's just having that understanding and letting go of the frustration that some people will just be there for a little bit and, you know, or for all the free content, um, but other people do want to dig deeper. And so then from the people that do want to dig deeper and, you know, they did sign up for your course and, like what was going through your head once you could see literally the money coming in because I know that so much hard work goes into anything whether people tell you that or not or whether they say it's an overnight success or not it's all a complete load of rubbish like you have to Mm. put so much work into it you've created this online thing that's free and it's awesome you've now created content you're getting over your own fears of (laughs) will people actually pay for this and what's the difference between my free stuff and my paid stuff but like you said it's going into a lot more depth than you're basically having your brain up to buy about instagram so now you've got the customers in they're buying your products what did you do were you like oh my goodness i can't believe it or were you like I was Is this stressed. real or no? I was stressed. I was, uh, I was stressed during the process because of the launch going. Oh my gosh! Well, I guess are people buying it? And then I get one, you know, a sale and be like, yes. And then I get another one and be like, yes. And then maybe there'd be, you know, it was. It's a few weeks for the first launch. It was a few week process, so there could be a few days without a sale, and I'd be like. Oh gosh, what if someone else buys? And then you know, two or three sales would come in at once. Yeah. So I guess why I'm getting yeah. you to say this is we're all about realness on this show. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let's just talk about the real stuff here for a minute. Mm. And all of that mind junk that goes on between when you launch something the expectations in your mind and then what really happens and then okay how do we overcome (laughs) this because like you say you'll have one day where you might get five and then you'll go for a couple of days and you have nothing and then suddenly these thoughts come in straight away of oh no one else is gonna buy it and oh no all this other bad stuff but I think what's important is to realize is in the in-betweeny stuffs either one people are just busy and they're doing their own thing and they haven't seen what you've done two god actually might be trying to teach you something that you need to improve within it (laughs) that you've not spotted Mm. yet that's happened to me a few times god why that why is this not happening and then he's like well actually i needed to teach you this and i'd get a big slap in the face i'd be like okay learn that one now and then people would start coming in again yeah or you know it could be that well like i said before they just don't have time and they've just not done it so we make up all these amazing horrific (laughs) stories in our minds about yeah why people aren't doing it and then there's actually the realization of actually what is happening (laughs) absolutely and I mean a few things on that I mean I had a few people email me at the end of it or toward the very end launch saying look I really 
want to take the course and they even emailed me a few weeks after the course that particular round had closed saying I really really wanted to take it I, I wasn't sure because of these reasons they're afraid because of those reasons you know for the and it's often people's own personal stuff it's not necessarily you it could be you know it's you know, I, I want to save up for this for next time. When you're launching it, they can't afford it at the time, right? That's just life. Yeah. And then there's also things like after I, as I went along, because it was the first launch, I had never done this before. I had a guideline from the course that I did, but I'd never done it before still. So everyone, everyone's experience is going to be different because everyone's audience and everyone's topic, if you were teaching course, for example, or anything, it's unique. So you have to listen to what works and what doesn't work and pay attention to that and then reflect and realize, hey, that, is, that messaging didn't work or this didn't work. And I definitely realized um, that throughout the process, some things didn't work and it, it wasn't necessarily course content because people hadn't been in the course, but in the, in the way that, um, you know, the messaging that you use and, and, and things like that. So there's always things to improve on and we can be really harsh on ourselves um, because I, I, while I was happy with the launch, I was happy. I was relieved, I think, because it was a long process, but I had a higher expectation. I probably wanted double, you know, I probably in my mind, well, I did want double than what I um, had in the end, um, which is fine. I mean, that's fine in hindsight. So I guess this is when you're putting in all this effort, you have your expectations on yourself and then you don't meet your expectation. I mean, it's a little bit like frustrating, but there are always things to learn. Yeah. Um, so it was yeah. an amazing experience to go, all right, that's fine. I've, I'm excited to, and I was excited to work with the students that I had, um, excited to take them through the content. And we had a wonderful, amazing time and I had great feedback. Um, and then I was able to ask them, hey, what what do you want to see improved or how, you know, to, uh, to ask people what they thought um, and to be able to improve things. So it's okay if you don't meet your expectations because we always have much harder and higher expectations on ourselves than probably anyone else ever would have. Yeah. <laughs> and I always think God gives us the exact number that we need right then. Yeah. As yeah. Well. Exactly. Um, and you exactly. think, oh, if I'd have actually got any bigger exactly. to my expectation, like that wouldn't, might have not have gone the way that and how Absolutely. well it did go. So, yeah, it's Absolutely. weighing it all up. So you've mm. spoken a lot about your course and yeah. um, building <laughs> up Instagram. So can you give um, our listeners five, your top five tips on um, Instagram and how we can go about building um, our audience on Instagram? Sure. All right. So these are very foundational tips that are really, really um important to implement um all the all the time and to make sure you have as a foundation to your instagram account and the first thing that i would say is um it, it sounds simple but many people don't um spend the time to understand this and that's knowing your community um so if you really want to flourish and grow on instagram and attract the people um who will visit your blog, um, the people who will buy your products, the people who will um, purchase your services or whatnot, you need to know who you're talking to. Um, so if you have an existing following on Instagram, 
um, it doesn't matter how big or how small it is, you've already got an audience. So I would encourage people to think about the types of people who follow them already, um, if, if that is for their business or for their personal brand, to think about, you know, are they male, are they female, what demographic do they fit into, what are their interests, um, and then to also reflect on themselves because oftentimes, this doesn't apply for everyone, but oftentimes your audience will be a reflection of who you are and that's the case with She Is Light. So they'll often like the same things that you do or be inspired by what inspires you. So it's a good idea to turn those questions on yourself and think about, all right, how old am I? What sort of things do I enjoy? What inspires me? Um, what do I like to see as I scroll through my Instagram feed? And those answers will give you a good idea of who your Instagram community is. Um, so knowing your community really is key <laughs> at that foundation level so then you can create killer content that is targeted towards your audience and engages that audience um, because you can't create content without knowing who you're creating it for. Um, so I'd encourage people to spend time learning, knowing and understanding their community. Um, and then secondly... Um, this one sounds quite simple, but it is surprising at how often people just are not consistent and it is be consistent. <laughs> um, so consistency, it's really key to mastering everything with Instagram. Um, it's one of those key, key foundational elements that if you aren't consistent, things will um, fall apart. So um, this is in a couple of ways. So first of all, um, the most and the most basic way to be consistent is by posting regularly, um, and that's by posting at least once a day. Uh, I wouldn't recommend posting more than twice a day, um, just because of the way that Inst the Instagram algorithm runs, because things are not in time order. So um, your posts, you know, if you post more than twice a day, your posts may be shown to people um, closer together, and then they receive less engagement, and you have less of a flow-on effect. But I encourage you to be posting regularly and being consistent so around the same time each day once a day and planning helps with that so if you spent you know some people say it's hard to be consistent and I understand I worked um full-time for quite a while and was running all of that stuff and managed three Instagram accounts right now of my own but planning will help you greatly with being consistent spending an hour a week mapping out your posts for the week or the next two weeks um, or mapping out the messaging to go with your photos uh, and then the second element of being consistent is uh, consistent in the colours that you use and consistent uh, in in the, your visuals, I guess. So consistent in the types of images you share, thinking about your branding. So you might want to use colours that match your business brand. So if you already had colours in your branding of your business, then I would encourage you to use those colors and just choose a few that work well together instead of being all over the place just helps things to look cohesive uh, so that is consistency the third element is to be timely so when it comes to engaging with your community and this go, really goes hand in hand with consistency but time is of the essence so think back think about who your audience is so once you have figured out who your audience is um, you'll be able to know, all right, if they are a university student, for example, they might be using Instagram throughout the day. But if they are working nine to five, then they will probably scrolling through Instagram either around midday or one o'clock for lunchtime, straight after work or in the morning when they wake up. Or if they 
are working from home or a stay-at-home mom or they have their own home business, they might be um, looking at Instagram around 10 o'clock or at morning tea times or in the, in the early afternoon. So understanding your audience really helps with this as well, but it is important to be timely. And for some people, their audience could be split in different time zones. And this is something that I found interesting with Cheers Light because probably about around 50 to 60% is based in the US and the rest would be in Australia and then smaller, uh, a smaller amount um, in other areas uh, around the world. But um, knowing where your audience li- live and where they reside will help with your posting as well. So I could post something on Cheers Light even though, you know, it would be 11 o'clock here. I could post something on Cheers Light at 11 o'clock and it would do really well because that's just becoming morning time over in the US. Um, so knowing who your audience is helps with being timely. And then the fourth tip um, is to use hashtags. Now, I know that um, people can be a little bit afraid of hashtags. You don't know how, may not know how to use them. Um, they can look a bit confusing, but that's okay. Uh the thing is that um, they're not as complex as they look. You can think of hashtags just like categories. So they provide a way for um, your audience and people to quickly navigate different topics of interests and they group together posts by their hyperlinked subject. Um, So they're great for finding your target audience and they also make your content easier to find by those who are not already following you. Now when it comes to hashtags, I guess when people start off or if they're unsure of how to use it, often they may use generic hashtags. I used to do this a few years ago and it may get you likes but it won't get you attracting your target audience. So generic hashtags might be hashtag friends, hashtag beautiful, hashtag flowers, hashtag picture of the day, um, hashtag quote, hashtag sport or whatever it is. Um, They're just really general um, topics. So instead of using generic ones, I would encourage people to spend a bit of time thinking about exactly what they do, spend a bit of time exploring competitor accounts and being a little bit more specific with the wording that they use in their hashtags Uh, so that will um, help you attract more of your target audience instead of being general and attracting anyone and everyone and then the fifth tip is to engage so it is really important once you have an audience and when you're building an audience to actually engage with that audience whether that's people you follow, whether that's people who you know use particular hashtags to uh, go in there, to comment on their photos, to like their photos, but not just in a you know an insincere way, I guess. And it does take time; it is time consuming. I understand that, but if you want to create meaningful relationships um, for your business um, or your blog or your brand, it is a good idea to spend the time seeking out people who um, are your target audience and writing comments that are valuable. So not just writing an emoji as a comment or actually reading their caption, seeing what's in their photo and providing something valuable to them. And I cannot tell you how many times that has been really, really um, meaningful for Shears Light, for the Shears Light account, not only for me being able to, you know, obviously attract more followers because you're engaging with them and they're aware that you exist, but in the way of actually meeting women and connecting with them for collaborations or even just to be friends with them. Um, So engaging is really, really important. Um, Once you have an audience, you've got to do something with them and you should engage with people who aren't your audience to attract them. Yeah, yeah, that's those awesome. those five tips. <laughs> so we have got yeah. 
know your community, be consistent, mm. be timely, yes. use hashtags and engage with your audience. Yes. And then not just an emoji way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Not in an emoji way. Everyone understands that because people like a lot of people are like, why are people just commenting a heart? I don't yeah. understand. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for your heart. <laughs> anyway, so that's awesome. So, um, listeners, we have we'll have that written out um, in the article attached to this blog post. So, if you want to go and review it later, once you've listened to the podcast, that will all be written down, um, so you can take notes. So. Um, um, our next question to you is how do you incorporate God into your business? Mm-hmm. God, <laughs> basically guides everything that I do um, with my business or with businesses. So um, with She Is Light, it all I guess, came about. Um, it was a God idea. It was not something that I dreamt up myself. Um, although I did dream a lot about what might be. And God has really guided everything that I have done um, with my businesses. And I often need to, you know, remind myself very frequently, especially when I'm busy, like we're all busy, um, but to remember what is the purpose or what was the beginning or what is the meaning of doing this or whether that's Shears Light or running the Instagram courses. Um, that's because it was something that I felt that God had placed on my heart, um, more so with Shears Light than the Instagram course, which sort of developed naturally. Um, but yeah. I I mean, I asked God and talked to God about, you know, what, what should I be doing with this, um, you know, if I don't feel peace about going forward and creating a course or launching something, I'm not going to do it. Um, I'm gotten I could say I've gotten to that point, but I'm only 22, so it's not like I've been around about a, long, a lot of times, but I feel like I just don't want to do anything without it having purpose. So, yeah. Um, yeah. That's just, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> basically that in a nutshell. Um, now, what is your um, Bible verse for this season and why? So is it still your Matthew 5? or that is, That's... I guess the overarching message for she is light, but yeah. for me personally, um, there's a Bible verse that's probably um, it was actually bef- since before I started uni, and it always, always come back to it, and it always popped into my mind at random times. Um, and that's just Psalm forty six ten: Be still and know that I am God. Yeah, yeah, I love that. It's like <laughs> it's just. It just brings so much peace to your heart, that yeah, verse. Like, absolutely. It, it just means, you know, don't worry about all the stress. Don't worry about all the hard times. Like, he is who he is and he's got you. So yep. that's awesome. That's cool. it. So our listeners can find you, obviously, on Instagram <laughs> at um, She Is Light and yep. also your personal page, which yep. is... At Elise underscore Hodge. Hodge. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you so much for um, coming on the podcast show today. You have given uh, myself and the listeners so, so much um, info there and what a story you have to tell and just amazing how God's working on the online world and the girls in the online world. Mm. He's got us plotted all over the place. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so thank you so much for sharing that. And yeah, listeners, if you want to go and find Elisa's course, please go and do so. We'll put her information on the, the podcast article. And otherwise, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Sarah Jane here. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'd love it if you could please share this podcast with your friends. Please rate our podcast on iTunes. And for more information about becoming a member of Christian Women in Business, head over to our website, www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au. Catch you next time.